0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Sox on Tap. I am your boy, Buzz, and I am joined by my guy, who I'm very excited to be recording with tonight, Johnny Nani. Johnny, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, Buzz. Um, I wish the White Sox could have kept this winning streak going, so uh, that, that dampers it a little bit. But other than that, I can't complain. Saturday, nice day. Uh, I know we had a little bit of rain, but you know I was out at the ballpark last night, good weather then, and I'm looking forward to being out there again today, but you know. Yeah, I always want to see the White Sox win, but
0: yeah, I came in super pumped up into this episode just because I have been drinking and um I drinking because it's a it was a beautiful day besides a little bit of rain that you just had mentioned that we had gotten uh but I have been drinking because I it was just a beautiful day outside and I was watching the Sox I'm like today is the day we're going to get to 500 man and it's going to be great and then it didn't happen. And um you know the Sox didn't play horrible. I only, they only got four hits. Nova didn't pitch horrible. He just got lit up on that one pitch. Um, you know in the in the um, <clears throat> was that the the what inning was that the seventh inning?
1: Oh uh, yeah, like seventh yeah, inning was that seven, Martin yeah. home run. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. so, you know you know it, it wasn't great, Bob, but you know it's okay. We still have a chance. We're still almost there, and it was just I, I'm still optimistic about this team. I still feel good about it. So. Even though it was a loss, I still feel good. I don't know about you, but I do.
1: Yeah, so, so I mean, there's, there are some positives to take away there. You had mentioned Nova, obviously, that uh, getting touched up there in the seventh inning. You know, like you had said just before we came on the call, maybe you left him in a little too long. But then again, he was only at, what, 97 pitches. So yeah, that's probably what they were going off of for that, just trying to write it out as long as they can there. Um, and then, you know. Uh, so, th- I mean, that wasn't like terrible there. And then there's just a couple other mistakes like that uh, base running blunder in the third inning, um, you know, stuff like that. Th- that'll get under your skin a little bit. But Hey, with this, this is the first loss of the homestand. Usually we expect that to come within like the first, like, you know, a couple of games of it. So right. granted, you know, it was the Royals, but still, you know, you're taking care of the teams that you need to there. And then uh, two w- with games, honestly, going in, I probably wouldn't have expected them to. Uh, take both of those first two games, especially looking at the Ben Whelos on that Thursday night game so
0: right, you know and, and like you said there's there's some takeaways from this game that are good and and one of the takeaways that i'm going to bring up from tonight's game or i 'm sorry this afternoon's game that that is really good is I feel like Eloy's starting to hit the ball more and he's starting to hit it more consistently, and he came away with two hits today, so that's fantastic. We could definitely use Eloy hitting the ball a little bit more um he looks more comfortable in the batter's box, which I do like to see. Um, I'm just trying to pick away the positives here. Um, he did account for half of the hits that we had today. So the core, Johnny, the core guys that we're rebuilding around all had hits today. So Yohan Makata had a hit, Eloy had two, Timmy had one. So, um, you know, I felt pretty good about that. Timmy also added a stolen base today to add another $500 to charity, which was his 15th stolen base of the season. So I, I took that it. away. I took that away as a, a positive as well.
1: Yeah, like you said, you know, you, you find the positives there, and we'll talk about the negatives too, but I, I like what you said about Eloy there. Um, it really does look like he's more comfortable in the box. Um, on the broadcast, I thought it was interesting. There's actually two uh, points of note from the broadcast today that, you know, Steve and Jason do a great job of pointing out there for us. Uh, but they said, you know, it's like a 3-1 count or 3-0 count um, and these guys are still trying to groove like curveballs over, they, like they're scared of what this guy can do. They know he can do a lot of damage there. So, um, th- that's, you know, just interesting to see how pitchers approach him there. And they're, uh, you know, obviously aware of his ability. So, um, that is, you know, something then, then if they miss with those pitches, then, you know, he's on base again, it'll be a walk, uh, come, you know, in the future. So, uh, and then another thing was they you know, he hasn't hit his uh, first home home run yet, uh, at the rate. And they said that, you know, he's kinda pressing a little bit, wants to be a hero, wants to be uh you know, uh, you know, give the fans something to really cheer about. because you know, everybody's really excited for it. I know whenever I'm there, I got my phone up because I want the video of it for myself to, you know, uh say that I was there. So whenever I'm watching Eloypad, I'm always doing that. But um I just thought those are two interesting things there. And so even if he is pressing a little bit and he's still, you know, having two hit games like this, what, three hit game the other night? So I yeah, uh, yeah. I I agree with you. That's a great positive takeaway. It looked like he was just getting, you know, fooled by sliders early on, but now he is settling in.
0: It's like one of those things, man, like where you, I mean, I'm sure you've dealt with it in like your everyday life too. You know, like you just, you get the, you get nerves about something and then you're not able to execute on what you want to execute on. So like him hitting the dinger at home that we've all been waiting for, it's going to come, it's going to happen, you know, and obviously it'll happen in, in due time here. But it's just like, like I said, in the beginning, I, the way that he has looked in the batter's box the last couple of games, he just looks more comfortable. And that is incredible. I knew he had it in him. I mean, you did too. Like the numbers don't reflect what we see in him, but he finally looks a little bit more comfortable coming back from the injury and all that nonsense. And he just looks comfortable in the box and he's hitting the ball. And that's all I can ask for. I, I, like I said, even though it was a loss today, I feel good about some of the stuff that we saw. I don't know why, yeah. but I feel good about it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's kind of the mentality's kind of flipped a little bit. Um, we, you know, after the twin series, it's kind of easy to get down on that. And granted, the Twins are a good team, but still, it looks like we didn't even show up in Minneapolis last weekend. And then, so coming into this week, you know, you wanted to see this type of rebound stretch here. And they gave it to us. They absolutely did. Um, you know, today fell short uh, a couple you know blunders that led to that but overall we can't be too too uh you know down about this one but um the the one that i just i just wanted to point out this base running blunder i I just (laughs) wanted to ask you because i was no i was i mean it's it happens uh yomer was playing games and kind of got you know caught in between second and third there and Pitcher steps off, throws a second, and they get him caught in a rundown there. I so I know the baseball strategy behind it is you want to stay in the rundown long enough to let the runner behind you advance to the next base. But my question is with the rundown coming back towards second base, did Charlie Tilson really think he could make it? I I, I wanted the same thing, Johnny,
0: because when okay, so when Rodriguez first went to go pick Yomir off, there was a hesitation because Rodriguez is not good off the mound with that. I don't know if you noticed all game, mm-hmm. but this is this has been something that's been documented for a while. He is not good at picking off in general. He's got a very slow motion to throw to the base. It's like he has to get grip of the ball before he does it. Like he takes his time. So when he picked off when he threw the ball back to get Yolmer at first Yolmer like, you know, the second baseman got the ball, Yolmer started taking off. But he, like, turned around right away. I thought at that point in time that Tilson should have been in second. Because Yomir yeah. was – there was, there was like, a good – I want to say, like, a four-second window there where I think Charlie could have got there. And one of them was either going to get to third or second. But there was a hesitation that happened. And like you said, it's a blunder. It's it's something that's weird that you don't see all the time. But it, it, that was just, like, a miscommunication and a mis-execution, you know, like – yeah. Just a freak thing.
1: Yeah, so so my thing like I agree with you like it, there was that little window there. I think you got to either commit to it or just, you know, play it safe and then stay close enough right, to first like base bail. where it, you know, limit the damage. Sure it sucks that Yulmer got picked off then, but then at least, you know, there's still only one out cuz that ended the inning. It was a double play that ended the inning. So, right. at least, you know, then there's, you know, excuse me, there there'd be two outs then in that scenario, but you still got a guy on base um and you know, you give yourself another chance. You never know what can happen there uh if you put the bat back in uh, offensive players hands there so I mean I was just kind of curious on what your thoughts were because I-, I texted our guy Andrew Kinsler too because we- me and him will like comment on the game a little bit and I was just like he, he said the the same thing that you know oh you want to like you know stay in it long enough to be able to let your other runner advance but in that situation he didn't commit either way he literally got caught in no man's land and then obviously thrown uh, behind and uh, caught up in that second out of the double play so uh, I mean that's stuff's kind of frustrating um, but you know what? We'll move on. Ho- hopefully, we just see that they use that as a uh, teaching moment. Uh, it was
0: 100% karma for me talking crap about the Indians' defense this whole series so far.
1: <laughs> well, they were bad last night. Or, uh, yeah, no, Friday night. So Right.
0: Yeah, I think it was just complete, honestly, Johnny, I think it was karma because I was talking smack. And that's why I try not to talk smack because I believe in the <laughs> juju. I, I really do. I believe there's, a, there's juju, man. I believe oh, there's like... Oh, higher powers controlling sports the gods. baseball world. Yes, they're sports gods, Johnny. And every time I get cocky, whether it's the Bulls, the Bears, the Blackhawks, or the Sox, it always seems to come back within like a day to bite me. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what happened that's with that rundown. Not-
1: that's how Carbo works. Is, yeah, exactly. it's, it's, so, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we won't comment on that. We can talk about how great Cleveland's pitching is tomorrow. And then hopefully we'll light them <laughs> <him> up. For, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then hopefully we'll light them up for, uh, you know, seeing Eloy's first home bomb. That, how, how nice would that be? If Eloy on the last day of this homestand before the White Sox take off for Washington, Um, if he got that last one and I'll be in attendance, our guy, Pat Comiskey will, and I believe Tony is going to head up to the game as well. So I think that would be a good day for it tomorrow.
0: You know, we were all going to be there tomorrow. I was buying a ticket tomorrow. I was going to go and hang out with you. And, uh, I had gotten offered those NHRA tickets here in Joliet and I don't even like racing, but, uh, I couldn't turn them down. Uh, it was a, you know, a good friend of mine got him and I haven't seen him in a while. So I, I need you guys to bring home that win tomorrow. Cause I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch the game. I'm going to, I'm bringing my headphones so I can listen to it. But, uh, I need you guys, you guys to bring home that dub tomorrow. Cause we have our boy on the mound. If you have anything else to say about today's game, go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I think you covered it. Like I just uh, want to just reiterate the positives there of right. uh, you know Mancada and then Eloy single uh, McCann again another hit three thirty eight unbelievable.
0: He's so good. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it it's great. Go vote for him in the All Star game. All you gotta do is Google his name and then first yep. result click it and then boom you can do that for any of those guys there. Um, but yeah, no, honestly that's all I've got. We were over four with runners in scoring position, left five on. So um, it, you're not, you're not gonna win a game like that. Only four hits on the day. So, uh, th- yeah, that, that's all I've got for today's game. So we, we can uh, move on to tomorrow.
0: I did want you to know one thing before we move on tomorrow. I did vote for your guy, Lurie Garcia, to be in the all-star game. You know why? Because he is in the top four of center fielders in batting average right now, and he is ahead of Mike Trout. So you call yes. it, Nani. Then Lurie Garcia, you heard it here first, is better than Mike Trout.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I believe that was Chuck Garfine that put that out today. So that was... That was excellent, and then I don't know if it's if Bellinger has had one since, but I'd put one out probably on like Tuesday or something that uh, Lurie had the most outfield assists in all baseball, yeah, right. one more than Andy Bellinger. So uh, that was uh, you know you got to pick pick my stats for my boy Lurie there. So uh, <laughs> no, but he, he has been he's a singles machine. I, I know they showed yeah. it, it, it changed now since he went over three on the day uh, this afternoon, but it did. Uh, he he was like ten for seventeen or something like that for the home stand yep. before. Before that, so uh, stuff from Larry Garcia there. Nice to see.
0: Absolutely. So moving into tomorrow's game, we have Lucas Giolito on the mound um, against Zach Plezic. Zach has not had a lot of experience here. He is 0-0 with a 1.69 ERA in 5.1 innings pitched. uh, Four hits, two strikeouts, and one walk. Going up against arguably the AL pitcher of the month for the month of May, uh, Lucas Giolito. And Lucas, I mean, we all know he has been on a tear. He's seven and one with a 2.85 ERA and 60 innings pitched, 39 hits led up, 69 strikeouts, 20 walks and four home runs led up on the year. So um, Zach has looked pretty good. This pleasant guy in the 5.1 innings pitch that he, you know, he pitched didn't do too bad, but he's going up against probably the AL pitcher of the month for the month of May. And Lucas Giolito, the guy who has completely had a career resurgence. Looks like our ace. Going up against him tomorrow, and hopefully our offense can uh, get hot again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So about Giolito, um, I'd said on uh, Shy Sox Weekly, I actually predicted a split. So they're already, you know, hopefully that uh, my prediction doesn't come true, and we take three or four. But I'd us a split with one of them. One of the games being an offensive explosion. We already had one of those, and then the other being a Lucas Giolito lockdown. So I hope to still be right about that. Um, Like you had mentioned, arguably AL pitcher of the month for May. He is just like you'd said, stepped up and kind of is our ace right now. I mean, I know it's hard to like throw that around because when you look at other aces around the league, like he's not as established as a Kershaw or a Verlander or someone. I mean, he's still young and whatever, but um, I I do like the position that he's in right now, uh, the way that he is resurged. Um, it, It is really encouraging to watch, especially since a Carlos Rodon went down for the year. Right,
0: right. I mean, dude. I look forward so much to these Lucas Giolito starts. I don't, <laughs> I'm so excited about all of them. And, you know, every time it seems we're in a pinch, and I'm not saying we're in a pinch right now per se, but I wanted to get to 500 so damn bad. I think that he's going to put us back on the right track. I'm going to take that win tomorrow, and I'm going to actually call my pick to click now because we're, you know, we're already in the game for tomorrow. I'm going to call my pick to click now. I'm going to stick with T.A. Uh, there you Yeah, you know, he's put. You know, he got a hit today again, there, Johnny. Um, st- that stolen base and everything, man. I, I, I want him to hit a damn dinger. I know we're waiting for Eloy to hit the dinger at home, but I, we need a Tim Anderson dinger, dude. Yeah, it's, feels it's, like been, it's been, been a minute too long. Yeah. It's been a minute, so I, I'm gonna pick TA again. You know, I think he's gonna help us close this series out. And uh, yeah, looking for a big day from Lucas. You know, and I'm looking for a big day from Timmy. Look for our stars to rise tomorrow um our stars so far this year um look for them to rise tomorrow and get this uh you know get this four game series a three to one victory here
1: yeah absolutely so i i like that pick i do uh you know none of these white Sox hitters have faced please sack or plezik however we're going to say it um but so yeah none of these guys have faced them so everybody's you know there's no real clear cut pick for the um Pick a click for tomorrow. So I'm just gonna go with what I mentioned earlier. How great would it be to see Eloy's first bomb? I'll go with Eloy Jimenez, and like you, we'd mentioned about his approach, it's not just you know about getting the bomb and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, it's the approach looks better, multi-hit games uh, frequently as of late, so I like it. Um, it would be great if both of them clicked.
0: Yeah, it'd be great, and if Eloy does hit that home run tomorrow, and he hits it off a slider, I know you've been listening to socks on Tap. I have to go get sliders and eat my ding-dongs at the same time that are upstairs. That's the agreement that me and Tony have. <laughs>
1: and yes.
0: It's a horrible combination, Johnny. But I am willing to do it because I want an Eloy digger that bad.
1: Well, well, we talk about karma. It would come back and bite you, and he'd probably go into a cold spell if you didn't do that. So right. hopefully I, you're eating ding-dongs and sliders tomorrow. <laughs> I, I hope
0: that's the case. I'm not going to lie. I'm not looking forward to the combination. But I'm looking forward to Eloy hitting his first. And I, I want my buddies to be there. Like, I want you to be there for this. I want Tony. I want to be there so bad, oh, we, we definitely
1: got to take a video.
0: <laughs> but you guys have to be there for the, this first dinger. You know, like, this on-tap Sportsnet crew, I feel, is, like, at every game. You know, like, we're, we're there all the time. There is no way we can miss this. There is no way. And if we don't miss it and we're there, sliders and ding-dongs, it's happening
1: absolutely yeah it really does' we we do uh almost have content from every game there um there's got to only be a handful of ones that we've missed uh, home game wise this year and actually it'll be pretty cool uh you should go follow at a Kinsler 25 on Twitter he is heading out to washington to see the good guys take on the nationals in DC uh this upcoming week so he said he'll be posting some pictures videos all that from nationals park out there
0: oh that's awesome that that's awesome man like i how many games have you been to? Now I know we're getting a little off topic, but how many games have you been to this year so far?
1: Uh, I would have to go back and look at my log for the exact game uh, count for you know that you check in at um, on the uh, ballpark app. But I would say I'm pretty close to 15. I would I would probably guess 14 yeah. it, you know, off the top of my head. I'm at um, seven it,
0: already. So I mean I felt that was a lot for me. I don't have a pass or you know a, a plan or anything, but I've been at seven games already, and the next. <laughs> Or was it two weeks? I'm going again in two weeks, I believe it is. I'll be there for the eighth, and then I have two games in one week, so I'll be hitting eighth and ninth. I I mean, the ballpark has just been electric this year, man, and we have to be there for history, you know?
1: Absolutely. Need this
0: Eloy home run.
1: Yeah, but it's been a lot of fun. If any any uh, Sox on Tap listeners are coming by uh, the White Sox game tomorrow, feel free. We will have the on Tap net flag me and Comiskey and possibly Tony. Actually, I think he is. So yeah, Tony will be there too, and uh, we'll be flying it, drinking some beers, grilling up some meat out in the parking lot. So anyone, feel free to stop by if you see it. You know, come say hi. We're we're, uh, we're approachable. We won't bite. Promise you that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love to share, man. We'll share the beer. We'll share a good time. You might even get yourself a koozie. I don't know for sure, but you might. But, yeah, man, you got to check out on tapsports.com as well. We have a bunch of great blogs that have been put out. Um, you know, Bulls Draft is approaching. We have a lot of great sock stuff that's been coming out lately. Um, and one more thing I wanted to touch on, Johnny, just to get your opinion, because I haven't talked to you in a while. I put a Dylan Cease blog out about bringing him Ooh. up. I got in big trouble on Facebook, and I know you're not a Facebook guy. People were very upset at me. They said I was rushing Dylan Cease. Do you agree with them? Do you think I'm no, rushing Dylan Cease? No,
1: I, I, I don't agree with them, and that may be part of the reason why I'm not on Facebook. I don't want to deal with those people that have those uh, takes like that. No, uh, I, there's you know there's an argument to be made there, uh, but I think the points in your blog, you spelled it out pretty clearly. What good is it doing him, really? Um, he, he is pretty much miles ahead of these guys, kind of how we felt about Kopeck um, I know people can make the argument about the injury there, but Dylan Cease has already had his Tommy John. He got that out of the way. That's what I'm saying. In high school. That's so that that shouldn't be a concern. Um, and I had mentioned this, I think it was on a, uh, on a shy Sox weekly a couple weeks ago, but when we were talking about the possibility of, you know, wanting to be competitive now and, uh, calling up these, you know, top prospects that we have. And, you know, obviously Dylan Cease is the next one ready. So I had said that. Even if they put an innings limit on them and it comes to August, uh, you know, late August, uh, early September, that's when you can use your Dylan Covey starts. That's when you can use your Manny Ban Wales. That's when you can use the bullpen game where Ryan Burr starts and, you know, uh, whoever uh, you got coming in to fill those middle innings. You can do that. It's I, honestly, as much as we like to be all about, like, you know, oh, we're this close and really this far out of the wild card game, uh, wild card spot right now um I mean let's just what we need to win ball games all at all stages of this it, it doesn't just come down to like that last like month and like you know so I, I'm just gonna say that we you know we probably won't be uh in a wild card spot when the season finishes I, I that's just my honest prediction I mean I'd love to be wrong about that but uh let's see it right now let's uh, see what these guys got you never know and that's what, I know they said that needs at the big league level aren't going to force a players' development um But there really is a glaring need, and I feel like you know Dylan Cease is pretty much about that point of being ready. So, so
0: the main reason I brought this up, Johnny, on the podcast because I haven't really got to talk to you, I haven't seen you in a while, and you know we've been getting together every, you know, probably about about once or well, yeah, once or twice every two weeks, we've been getting together watching the game. And everything like that, but you know, they had the homestand. You were pretty much at everyone. I've been, you know, work, and then I've been up at the ballpark with you guys. I haven't got to see you to talk to you about it. But we have some listeners on the Facebook that have actually mentioned it to me that they listen to Socks on Tap. So those people that listen to us that argue with me, Johnny agreed with me, and not you. So take that, and then a boo boo stick.
1: And <laughs> <you do. laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, uh, it's you can't do with these phrases, man. Um but... I, I'm with you. I'm on your side. Yeah, like you had mentioned, uh, I just I think it's time for Dylan Cease. And there's a big, you know, I think there's a little bit of a disparity between what people on Facebook think and what people on Twitter think. There is. Um, it's weird. And I, I'm not. I'm not trying to rag on the people that you know use Facebook, whatever. If that's your like news source, your go to, whatever. But when you get into like the White Sox Twitter community, it's a pretty you know tight knit thing, and everybody likes to throw out their opinions and whatnot. I'd say the widely held consensus is that it's time. It's it and another thing is patience is running a little bit thin. I know right. we talk about not rushing things and stuff, but year three, and think about all the injuries that we've already had that are already big setbacks. Uh, you know, like you'd mentioned, Dane Dunning in your blog, um, Carlos Rodon, Michael Kopeck's out for this year, Tommy John. So, um, the the patience is running thin, and, and you need something to have hope about. And dude, it would help the like from a front office standpoint. It would help ticket sales immensely. Weather's warming up. They already had some nice crowds out. You get close to a sellout for a Dillon C start.
0: Right. It was more so like, and the people of that that I'm talking to on Facebook, like you know, there's there's a person named Carl on there and, G- and Janine and stuff like that. Like I just wanted to mention them on there because I that's where I post a lot of our stuff. Every, you know, um, when I get the chance to, but they were uh, it was just fun, playful banter. And they said they had known all the personalities, their socks on tap listeners. So that's why I wanted to mention them while we had the chance just to you know, have that playful banter or whatever. But yes, again, Johnny agree with me and not you guys so take that. But um, <laughs> that's all I got for today, Johnny, man. I, that's all I got. I know you got an NHL Stanley Cup playoff game or playoff game. Yeah, Stanley Cup, a Stanley Cup game that you are very, very excited to watch. I'll be watching it as well and uh, watching some baseball on the MLB app. So I'm very excited for that.
1: Yeah, that's all I've got. Like I had mentioned, uh, just Jeff, yeah, you're coming out to the ballpark and if you ever see the on tap flag or someone in an on tap shirt or with a koozie or whatever, just feel free come by, talk to us. We'll uh, always down to talk sports, even if it's not White Sox here. I was at, uh, I went out to Shinnex after the game last night, met up with a four feathers listener and we talked for a couple hours about Blackhawks draft. So, you know, we're always down for that.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, I am Buzz, and from my man Johnny Nani, go Sox, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow with the conclusion of the
1: Cleveland Indians series. Let's go White Sox. Let's go Sox.